All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of The Red Circle. Hey. I'm here with my co-host, Vanessa. Hi. Yes, and uh, <laughs> we are going to talk about the attack on masculinity. Mm-hmm. How do you do masculinity? Masculinity? Masculinity. Is that the thing? Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> um... It's one of my hot subjects. Yeah. It's one of my main things. And I think mainly because I had a lot of marital problems. Mm-hmm. And I had a lot of problems in my life as a man. And and they all stemmed from my lack of understanding of what masculinity really is mm-hmm. and how it looks. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not that... Um, I wasn't a man. It wasn't that I was, I was not in my masculine. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and I didn't even know there was a difference. Mm-hmm. You know, I was raised by my mom and my dad, my dad, you know, they were, they weren't married. Mm-hmm. And, but my dad was raised by a woman. Yeah. So, um, once I started to see the feminine nature in my father, it's funny. I really have, I still have problems with my dad. Mm. And, and, and as when I was growing up, my dad was like my hero. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was like of my... Of course, yeah. yeah. And like, I would tell my friend, my dad could beat up an elephant. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's adorable. And I thought my dad was so strong and he was right about everything. And then you find out that your parents are not so smart yeah. and they're not right about everything. Yeah, they're human. And um, especially when I started realizing that masculinity is, is so... Uh, it's so under attack right now and why why it's such a big deal mm-hmm. why it's such a big deal why is it that every women most women you talk to they're like where did all the men go mm. right mm-hmm. and and men are wondering like why are all women skanks mm-hmm. right yeah i don't even know can you still say skank yeah we can here <laughs> skank unfiltered nothing's off limits huh. so um, that's what really got me on this whole thing. Um, it was funny. It was probably around 2002, 2001 when an author came on to, um, what's that AM radio station, the Christian radio station. And there's this guy, the Dr. Dobson, Dr. Dobson. Yeah. And it's a family, family matters or something like that. Dr. Dobson is, uh, just a. A guy that would do that, right? Dobson. Family Talk. Okay. Family Talk. He was on Family Talk, Dr. Dobson. And um, so this guy came on there, and he was reporting uh, on a book. He was not re- he was promoting his book. Okay. And the book was called Wild at Heart. Mm, okay. And I was, like, driving, right? And this is back when you couldn't get anything after if you didn't listen to it so i was like stuck in a parking lot just like (laughs) listening (laughs) everything this guy is saying is so true yeah it's like unbelievably true and i was like he was like if you're dealing with this if you're dealing with this if you're dealing with this and and i was like man this guy is amazing like Mm -hmm. what is he saying so i went to barnes and noble they didn't even have the book and i and i ordered the book Mm -hmm. and then i got the book in and i read it and I was like, wow, this book, like, it really hit home on so many things that I was doing way wrong. Yeah. And and why my heart was 
empty and hollow. It, like Joe Rog- one of the famous Joe Rogan sayings is that all men live lives of quiet, quiet desperation, desperation, right? Yeah. And and it's true mm-hmm. because they don't know what is what they're supposed to do, mm-hmm. how they're supposed to be. And and uh, we don't even know, like if you see a man in a certain place and he's acting a certain way, you don't know you can't really see it unless you have the eyes or the understanding of seeing what it looks like. Mm-hmm. You may, it's like, you don't know unless you know. Yes. Yeah. It's, and, and it's also, it's like moth to a flame. Mm. So when you see masculinity, people are like gravitated to it. Mm-hmm. And, and it's funny because their mind rejects it, but their heart gravitates mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. And I, you, you mentioned something to me about our friends. Like we have our game night. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you mentioned it to me or to my wife, and my wife told me later that they were jockeying for my time. Oh, yeah. Did you say that? I said that, yeah. Talk a little bit about that. So just to give just to give some insight as to what it is, because it's funny, like, because um, I'm very controversial, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, Are you? <laughs> I'm not very polite, you know, and we found that out, right? Yeah. I'm not the politest, but... Um, once I got into my masculine, I think it's attractive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. You know, yeah. Not sexually attractive, yeah. but it's attractive people to... Are, like you said, macho playing, like people are attracted to that. So we do the game night, mm-hmm. and I've noticed there's... I won't say names, but there's three mm-hmm. guys <laughs> that are like core game nighters. And a lot of times it feels like if somebody gets to play a game with you or doesn't or whatever, they're kind of kind of jealous of your time hmm. not jealous but that's the word I'll that's use. what it looks like yeah and just kind of like man he got to play with him more mm-hmm. man i really wish i got to spend more time with him and whenever you do give somebody a little bit of extra time they it seems like they cherish it Aww. which is nice because yeah. you guys are really good friends yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and it's not something like i'm intentionally trying no, to no definitely not mm. I, you weren't even aware of it mm-hmm. when i asked you about it you're like huh <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> mm-hmm. i was like that's interesting it it, it, it hit a, a lever yeah and it's kind of like if if you if you see like the 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 old adage is like a guy's fixing his car on the outside and then all the men come out of the house and just yeah, kind of gravitate to it. Like, <laughs> let's do it. What are you doing? <laughs> you need some beer, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like that's, that's a guy thing or yeah. somebody's fixing something and then the, the guys just want to go and look at what you're doing. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. They're like, oh, well, you know, when they start beating. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I had a, I had a 65 Chevelle, you know, and they start talking like. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because it's, it's again, subconscious. Mm-hmm. It's something that we're not consciously trying to do. It's mm-hmm. something that we're just attracted to mm-hmm. you know yeah and when you see it it's so unique nowadays it is. when you when you see a male in his masculine yes not afraid not shying away yeah not like like i'll give you another example yesterday at the internship mm-hmm. i was there and i was, I was it was me and another two guys mm-hmm. and one guy he owns his own business he's owns his trucking business another guy um is a pilot like for the air force oh, cool. helicopter pilot mm-hmm. and um and then it was like 10 girls mm-hmm. right 
we're volunteering for this holodazzle thing that the girls oh, are doing, right? Oh, yay. That's yeah. today. We were, we were there, uh, you know, uh, putting together the gift that, that the girls are getting. Oh, fun. Yeah. And, 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 and the whole time, the, like, the girls are coming. Like, to me, the girls come over. And it's funny because the girls are, it's very similar that the girls are attracted to it. Yeah. Again, it's not sexual. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. sexual. Yeah. And then the girls are attracted to it. And, and they'll come in, like, like almost touch the fence. You know what I mean? They're like touch the fence and they're like, this is weird. That's how I see it. That's yeah. how I see it. And yeah. and so like yesterday, there's this one girl, and she's very alpha. Okay. She's very alpha, and she and she she likes to touch the fence. Yeah. And she came over, and I'm like, you know, doing my own thing. She's like, you should be doing it this way, right? And 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 it's funny because women say those things, and. Um, they don't know that they're 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 testing your masculinity. Yeah. They're testing your strength on purpose. Yeah. Right. And um, so she comes. She's like, "You should be doing it this way." And I was like, "You should mind your own damn business." <laughs> Did you say that? I said it in front of everybody, and everybody was like, Ooh. "What just oh. happened?" And I was like, <laughs> "Like." Girl, like, I don't know who you think you are, but yeah. you're not my boss. Yeah, end goal is getting done. It doesn't matter how I do it. Yeah. It's like, weird. She's like, she's like, Edward, you're so rude. And I was like, you're the one trying to tell me what to do. Yeah. Like, go away. Go away. <laughs> you know? And that, oh, my God. And that happened like four times that day. Yeah. With that girl? The same girl. So after the first time it happened, she didn't she get did it. it again. But it's not that she's, and it's funny because she's yeah. not doing it on purpose. Yeah. She's coming and touching the fence. And yeah. she's like, this is weird. <laughs> this is weird, you know? She doesn't know she's doing yeah. it. She doesn't know she's doing it. I'm, I'm sure she's just used to people being like, yes, ma'am. Okay, whatever you say, you know? Mm -hmm. huh. So um, hmm. I'm going to give you a little, uh, like, I guess we could start from Jump Street. Okay. And a lot of this stuff you've already heard because I don't shut up about it. <laughs> but so it's you, important. You have That's to act surprised. You okay. have to act surprised. I, <gasps> Edward. I can't believe it. It's so oh amazing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, but this is important stuff. Yeah. This is important for, like, society, for humanity, for a man's life, for a woman's life. Mm. Hearing a bunch of things, even when you were talking about, like, I wanted a pound of flesh, that stuck with me. And sometimes and now like, you see it. I see it, and I'm like, okay, I don't need that pound of flesh. <laughs> so it's it's good to talk about these things. And you know, it's funny. It's kind of like, um, it's I hate to use it, but it's kind of like Caesar Milan. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Caesar yeah. Milan. So yes. Caesar Milan is fascinating to me i love cesar milan i love this guy i love yeah. watching him the way he interacts with the animals this so that calm submissive state mm -hmm. that calm confidence yes that's masculinity yes and animals react to it they do right they do and and it's it's not this this Oh, oh my god when you start acting like that then the dogs get all wrestled mm -hmm. right they mm -hmm. get all nervous and it's like when you're around horses, right? You don't want to make too flamboyant yeah. movements because yeah. you're gonna freak out the horses yeah. and it's gonna like jump over the fence and kick somebody in yeah. the face. Oh yeah. So, okay, let's start from the reason I bring up. Let me let me clarify the season <laughs> one. The reason is because a lot of times, like I have a lot of guy friends, and the guy friends always come to me and ask me questions about their marriage. They're trying mm -hmm. to figure out what's going on. Mm -hmm. They're like, why is my wife always pissed? Yeah. 
And I'm like, well, because you're not in your masculine. Yeah. And until you get in your masculine, she's not going to be happy. And so a lot of times I, I like coach them through it in a sense, the same way Caesar Milan does to coach the people on how to treat the animal. Yeah. And because, and, and, and I, that's why I said it's kind of controversial. Yeah. And I'm not saying women are dogs. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. but it's the same thing with your kids. That's not what you're saying. No, it's yeah. the same thing with the kids and, 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 and how Caesar Milan treats the, the dogs. Yes. Is if you can get in your calm submissive state in your strength in your mm -hmm. core mm -hmm. in and be confident mm -hmm. and then when problems arise or they act out and you stay in your state without letting it affect you yeah. that's the masculine energy exactly yeah isn't that crazy yeah so you can see that analogy yeah and i really hope i preface all of this especially for the ladies mm-hmm Listen and understand the heart behind it because this is very important and this type of stuff has helped me a lot too. Um, not allowing my husband to be in his masculine, but almost like once he stepped into it, I didn't fight it and it felt so much better. Mm -hmm. It's important. Mm -hmm. But when you hear all this stuff, it's like, oh, he's... Uh, misogynistic and girl power, blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. Listen, understand, take it in. Mm -hmm. Take it with a grain of salt. So, yeah, take it with a grain of salt. Like Just you can take the good stuff that you like and then do away with the bad yeah. stuff. Okay. So um, let's start all the way back in the beginning. Let's do it. So God creates Adam, mm -hmm. right? He creates Adam out of the dust of the earth. Yeah. And, and I always ask people when I explain this to them, I was like, where was Adam when God created him? Okay. Most people say the Garden of Eden. Yeah. Right? And I, and I tell them, no, the place that God created Adam was in the wilderness, in the outback. Oh. Okay? So there's something in man's heart that's wild. Yeah. And, and I think that's what's scary for women. Yeah. But it's also what attracts you. To, a million percent. <laughs> right? You don't want a tame, you know, little weasel of a guy. No. You want, you, like, like you think of, uh, what's that movie with uh, Brad Pitt with the three brothers? Oh, where they're like on horses and things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Legend of the Fall. Yeah, we just watched that. Recently. Legend of the Fall, right? No woman is not attracted to Tristan, mm -mm. right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and Tristan is wild. Yeah, he is. Mm -hmm. He's wild, Yeah, right? He's not tamed. Yeah. You go to another movie like uh, Braveheart, mm -hmm. right? The princess queen is attracted to William Wallace. Yeah. He's not even close to her level of authority yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And, but she's like, there's something in him. Yeah. And and it's that wildness. Yeah. Right? It's that craziness. Hey, meet me out here and we're gonna get married and we're gonna we're gonna make love in like the forest. Yeah. Like yeah. that sounds crazy, but that's what women are attracted to. Yeah. Right? Totally. Um you you know, you can think of a, a like a bunch of different movies. I could just throw them out there and it's all through it. Yeah. Because the story is is what our heart yearns for, mm -hmm. right? There's a reason that in every story, the the mas the masculine energy has to come through, mm -hmm. you know, and that's when victory he has to happens. Step into it, mm -hmm. accept it, 
and then push forward and mm. then the victory happens. And yeah. that's usually what it is, is he has to come to terms with that dragon that he's going to have to go kill. Yeah, totally. And until he comes to terms with that dragon that he's going to kill, mm -hmm. he is either the villain or he's the he, he's he's just not the hero. Yeah. So the hero's <laughs> journey is the person that looks at the mountain and says, "I'm willing to take the scars, the the damage, the sh the, the pain, to win this back." Yeah, totally. Right. Yeah. That's the hero's journey. Mm -hmm. That's the hero's journey in everything throughout history that's mm -hmm. been written. It's always chasing this. Yeah. So God creates man in the wilderness. Right. And um, and then he breathes the breath of life into him. Mm -hmm. Right. So the first thing that God gives um, Adam after this, I ask people, what's the first thing God gave Adam? And most people will say Eve. No. Yeah. No. The first yeah. thing God gave Adam was Eden. So he took him and then placed him in the garden. And the garden symbolizes constant communion with god mm. right okay so the the constant communion with god is what man needs before anything else mm. right and you see in scripture there's it's a timeline and you can see everything in timeline has a purpose mm -hmm. right um so god does not give adam anything else until he gives him his communion with him mm. until he gives him a relationship with God. Mm -hmm. So the first thing a man needs before anything else is he needs constant communion with God. I totally agree. So it, it, it also, you can see it in the human realm, because uh, I'm talking spiritual stuff. Mm -hmm. In the human realm, when a boy comes to age, he, he chases after the masculine. He looks for his father. Mm -hmm. If he has no father figure, he he tries to go find him mm -hmm. right yeah even if he's a deadbeat piece of crap living in a trailer mm -hmm. right he'll go f search after him because he's got this uh, uh hole in his chest that only can be filled with god mm -hmm. and the closest thing in the human world to god is the father yeah. that's why the father is used as he, 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 he calls himself the father, mm -hmm. you know, he calls himself father more than most things, mm -hmm. right? When you, when you want to know how God sees himself, mm -hmm. he sees himself as a father, yes. right? And he fathers us. Yeah. And, um, so, um, so the first thing that man needs is he needs that relationship with God and a relationship with a true father. Mm that won't hurt you, mm. that will always come through for you, yeah. that you can always trust in, yeah. that you can rely on. Mm -hmm. Most men have nobody. Yeah. Nobody. And we're not supposed to put that weight on you. And this is the problem with most men. Mm. Most men um, meet the, the, the bride or the damsel in distress mm -hmm. or the the woman of their life and they say, Oh, this is what's going to fill that hole. Mm -hmm. And then you, a are not a father figure. Yeah. Yeah. And B you can't fit that hole. Yeah. That holds never ending. Mm -hmm. 
and women want to know why men um, like adore their wives to a point of fault mm. and to a point of almost blasphemy. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, and it's because um, they try and take her love and fit that in there. And it's not your love for us is not spiritual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Like even in scripture, it says the two will become one. But most people stop reading right mm-hmm. there. Okay. So it says the two will become one flesh. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say one spirit. Yeah. It doesn't say one soul. It one says flesh. one flesh. Mm-hmm. Like literally and figuratively. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Right? Okay, so then the next thing that God gives men, most people, again, will say Eve, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to say Eve. Um, but the next thing that God gives man is he gives him work. Yes. He gives him a calling. He gives him a vision for his life. Mm-hmm. So, A, you cannot get your vision for your life unless you're in the presence mm-hmm. of God. Mm-hmm. And he fathers you. And then he tells you, I'm going to trust you with this. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like uh, in a relationship with somebody, like with my son, um, I'll give you an example. So yesterday, my son had a blowout on the freeway and a real blowout, like his tire exploded. Oh my God. His rear tire exploded. That must have been so scary. Yeah. He called me all freaked out. No. And um, he must have ran over something because his tires were new. Yeah. And um, so he calls me and I said... Okay, son, I'll be right there. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yes. I got you. Yes. You know? Yeah. So then I call my worker, and then I go down there. We both go down there together, and then my son's like, and, and, and my worker's there taking his tire off. And I said, no, 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 Jared, you take the tire off. Yeah. This is how you learn. Yeah. Right? Yes. You, I can trust that you can do this now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's like, okay. So then he goes and I make him do the little thing, you know, and he's doing, and then he's tightening the thing. And I'm like, okay, keep going. And he's like, all right. And, you know, and it was that, that's the masculine, yes. giving the masculinity. Yeah. So now he gets a flat tire. He knows what to do. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So he gives him a vision for his life. Right. And, and he gives him a calling and, a, and and work is tied up in there, okay? Yeah. So work is different than a vision and a calling. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's a scripture that says, seek first the kingdom of God and, and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Mm-hmm. And before it is like everything that you need, mm-hmm. right? And it talks about like, you know, a lot of scriptures say like, the father knows you have need of these things. You know, I feed the birds of the air. How much more does your heavenly father have love for you? Right. And, and it's true, but the father will not give you things that you, that he does not feel you are trustworthy to handle. Mm -hmm. So as a man, the, in the father son relationship, it's about building trust. Mm -hmm. Where I know this won't destroy you. Exactly. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's like my son. If I gave my son a, I bought him a car and I bought him an old, like, Ford Taurus. <laughs> right? It's like a grandpa car. Yeah. And he's wrecked it. 
He's curb checked it. <laughs> he popped a tire on the freeway. Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. And and um but like I'm cool with it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And he doesn't get to speed very fast. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So um that's good. Yeah, it's not gonna destroy him. I have uh, a friend in high school, he was like 16 and his dad gave him a Porsche. Yeah, no, he wrecked it and almost died like a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, it was dangerous. Yeah, no, I it, don't know why they give he wanted it and mm -hmm. he was just like, okay, yeah, dumb, you don't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and 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 so that's the 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 masculine relationship. And as you grow, he will find more things he can trust you with mm -hmm. and that you will uh, fulfill and work towards. Mm -hmm. So that's the relationship, right? Is he wants you to be able to um, be trustworthy. Yeah. You know, there's a scripture uh, and it says uh, that God goes to and fro looking for whom he can show himself strong. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So if God can use you as a vessel, you know, then he will give you more that you can be trusted with. Mm. Right? Yes. It's like the, the the parable of the talents is like, um, you know, you've been faithful over little. I will make you ruler over, over much, much, right? Yes. And it doesn't even uh, it doesn't even necessarily have to be in the afterlife, yeah. which I think there is that. Yeah. I don't think that we're gonna go to heaven and all day be praying. Yeah. You know, I I don't even think we will necessarily. Um, like I think our lives will live lives of of praise to God. Mm -hmm. We will do our work for praise of mm -hmm. God. We will we will learn and continue to grow, yeah. you know, in the afterlife. You know, and then when he renews the earth, like God's goal when he set up this whole thing will be fulfilled. Mm -hmm. We will be back on this earth and we will be like the way that he intended us to be. Mm. You know, you That's can't exciting. You can't you can't take away the way that he wanted his life to be. Yeah. The way he wanted he designed the world to be. It's mm -hmm. going to happen. Mm -hmm. Okay. So only then, right? So what did he give Adam to do? He told Adam to name all the animals, mm -hmm. to protect them, to guard them, and and to make order out of it. In a sense, he made Adam the king of the world. Mm -hmm. Which is crazy. He was the ruler over earth. God created it, and then he's like, okay, I'm going to put you in there to manage it. Yeah. yeah. You know? So God delegated it to Adam. Mm -hmm. He's not like, I'm going to sit here all day, and I'm going to tell you every little thing to do. He's like, no, I trust that you will guard, protect, and provide for everything that I that I uh, made for you. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. And then, and then he, 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 he thinks to himself, right? He's like, it's not good for man to be alone, mm -hmm. right? Because Adam in himself could not multiply. Mm -hmm. He could not multiply. So what did he do? He, he created um, Eve. Mm -hmm. So he laid Adam down, and they, the Bible talks about he took a rib from his chest. But it doesn't necessarily have to be a rib. Mm. Um you know, the way I like to think about it is he took a cell. Hmm. He took one cell out of Adam and then spread the genes like this. Like you can see the DNA. The and then he's like, plink, 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 right? Because it's like 
It's like yeah. a digital code. I love that visual. Yeah, he's just like, mm-hmm. and he's just like, you know, and and God probably had like this virtual computer in here, like, <laughs> right? And he was like, oh, that'd be cool. He's like, like, oh, we'll make him real sassy, <laughs> whatever it is, right? And he's like, so he he designed this this thing, yeah. right? Yeah. And then and then and then she was there, mm-hmm. right? And um, so he didn't form her out of the dust. Mm-hmm. He didn't form her in the wilderness. She was made in the garden, yeah. in the lush garden that was protected, mm-hmm. that was safe, mm-hmm. that was secure. This is why this is why women want all these things. Mm-hmm. And that everything was already done. Mm-hmm. The man was prepared for her. Mm-hmm. He was ready for her. He was in a place where he could provide, protect everything that she needed. Yeah. Right? Yes. And and then and then she came out and then Adam was like, Whoa mama. This is kind of like the tra- the Edward Beck translation, right? <laughs> Whoa mama. He's like, hot mama. Right? He was like, Dang. Yeah, I like that. He's like, look at them hips. <laughs> He's like, I don't know why I like those hips. <laughs> but I do. And he's like, you know what I mean? He's like, he's like, whoa. Mm-hmm. He's, he probably did this. Whoa, mama. You know what I mean? And uh and he, so funny. And he was like, he's like, he the Bible says he's like, she was bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh, right? Mm-hmm. Which what the heck does that mean? This means whoa mama. Yeah. This means what it means. <laughs> so so he makes Adam. Yeah. Right? So just to you guys the first thing you need is you need to be in the presence of god second thing you need is is you need to have a vision from god that you got from the presence of what your life is supposed to be for right seeking first the kingdom of god mm-hmm. and it's righteousness so righteousness can be translated to right standing right right position um and then also uh, holy mm-hmm. right and then and then and then all these things will be added unto you, right? And then he will give you the woman. So first you have to get God, presence, your vision, your work, and then you go get the woman. You know, it's kind of, it reminds me of Tony Montana, right? He's like, he's like, <laughs> first you get the, the money, then you get the power, then you get the woman. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's funny, like the, the prophet Tony Montana. <laughs> I so, love how much you quote him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Another another shall love me in the morning. <laughs> who put this podcast together? Me. <laughs> That's who. That's who. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Who do I trust? Me. That's who. No. <laughs> Tony Montana is like super alpha. Yeah. But you know what's funny is that he's super insecure. Yes. Super insecure. Yeah. He's, he wasn't in his total masculine. Mm-hmm. A, because he didn't have a presence with God, obviously, mm-hmm. right? He had more of a presence with Coke. <laughs> and then and then he didn't have a presence with, and then he didn't, he had a vision for his life, but it wasn't given to him by God, mm-hmm. you know? And it's funny, I think of all these things a lot is where people are drug dealers or doing all these crazy things. And I, and I think to myself, how would their life be if they put that skill that God gave them? Yes. 
into business yeah. or commerce or to helping people. Positive things. Yeah. You know, like like guys out there that are drug dealing, like, like you know, as a business person, I don't have to look over my shoulder mm-hmm. and wonder what's happening. Mm-hmm. I don't have to look over um and 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 not sleep at night Mm -hmm. because somebody's gonna come find me Mm -hmm. and take what i have everything you know you put that same amount of effort into a normal business you will win yes right yeah like like and then you risk is like you're risking your life yeah like imagine just risking like a half equivalence of that in your business you know what i mean you will succeed yeah so okay so, long story short, Eve eats of the uh, of the fruit of knowledge of good and evil, mm-hmm. right? And I ask most women, is like, or men, I ask them, where was Adam? Okay. And uh, most people say, well, he was probably in the garden doing something or whatever. And I was like, nope, he was next to her because she hands him the fruit. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says, and, and he ate. Mm-hmm. So... In a sense, the first time that masculinity was really tested, it failed. Mm. Now, in scripture, we don't know how many times mm-hmm. before, mm-hmm. you know, we don't know how many times he was tested. Yeah. We don't know how long he was in there. Yeah. So she hands him the fruit and then he eats. Interesting thing. Eve, when she ate, nothing happened. Yeah. Right. She was, her eyes were not open. Mm-hmm. She didn't feel naked. Yeah. Right. So only when Adam ate, now this goes to the hierarchy of, of uh, a husband and a wife. The man is over the wife because we're supposed to protect you. Mm-hmm. The same reason why if like somebody's shooting in the crowd, the guy jumps on top of the wife mm-hmm. because we're, we have charge over you. Yeah. We have to protect you. Yeah. If somebody, we're walking on the street and somebody comes to attack us, we have to protect you. We tell you to get behind us. Mm-hmm. Or you're walking down the street and um, the guy it stands to the side of the street where the cars are at. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Why is that? Because if a car jumps over the curb, we're going to die first. Yeah. Isn't that weird when you actually compl- yeah. contemplate the reason why? Yeah. I saw a video like that where this car comes and the, the girl's texting and the man and he was able to get them both out of the way and I feel like Jake would have been able to do that. Me, I would have been like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like boom. Yeah. But he's quick and he, the both do, both of them got out. Mm-hmm. And after that I was like, okay, I need to make sure that we walk that way. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's, and it's also, it's just ingrained in our hearts. Yeah. There's okay. something in the heart of man that it, it, it's for pro- providing for protecting mm-hmm. for the weak and the innocent, mm-hmm. right? And and that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. It's not about having you make us a sandwich, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Per se. Yeah. Even though I like a good sandwich, <laughs> it's not about that. Yeah. It's, it's not about ruling over you and you do everything I say. It's mm-hmm. nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Um. Um, masculine energy is very servant oriented Mm -hmm. it's very it's not submitted Mm -hmm. it's servant oriented Mm -hmm. it's very christ-like yes 
it's very much I'm going to sacrifice myself yeah. for you. Mm -hmm. And that's so hard. Mm -hmm. It's so hard. And I think that's why a lot of men are, are A, afraid to marry mm. because they know what is, is, is supposed to be asked of them subconsciously. Mm. Yeah. They know, hey, I can't just uh, make enough for myself. I have to have an excess yeah. to provide for you, for kids, for the house. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And this design of the two becoming one is being shattered right now. Yes. It's being shattered right it now. It is. Like uh, the home is being broken. The the, the the family structure is being broken. Mm -hmm. And uh, the ability to actually have a monogamous relationship. Now, let me tell you one thing, men. Is if you want to know why your wife is or your girlfriend is always upset... I'll give you a huge key. A, um, you are not in a place where she can um, um, rest. Mm -hmm. Okay? And it's not even a financial thing per se. Because you could be like, you could be going through a lot of struggles. But if she feels like she can rest in your presence mm -hmm. and under your protection, she's fine. Yes. Right? She's fine. She is born when she when God made Eve, when he was doing the, the, the calculations, <laughs> he says he made her the the helpmate, mm -hmm. right? And I always ask people, I was like, what is she supposed to help with? Yeah. Most people don't have any no. clue. Well in the garden it was all easy peasy, so I don't know. So she is supposed to help with the vision mm. that God gave to man. Mm. So imagine this, okay? Now, I didn't do this correctly, remember? Like, I went down this road because I had all these problems. But imagine a man meeting a girl. They get along. She likes him, right? She thinks he's cute in the jeans or whatever. <laughs> and she says to... She's she's like, oh, I wonder if he'll marry me or whatever, right? So they get serious. And he goes, okay. And then he, he's like, I got to meet with you tomorrow. So you sit down, you go to his house, and he rolls out this plan. And he's like, and, and he's like, first thing is I'm going to be a man of God. My house is going to be a house of God. Mm -hmm. We're going to, you know, whatever you do, whatever other people do, your family does. Is for me and my house, mm -hmm. we will serve the Lord. Yeah. This is the vision that God has given me for my life. Mm -hmm. This is my next 10 years. This is my next 20 years. This is my next 50 years. And this is what I'm put on this earth to do. Mm -hmm. Do you want to help me accomplish this goal? Mm. Yeah. Okay. And most men, <laughs> A, don't even have anywhere close to this clarity. Mm-hmm. Right, because they don't have a vision for their life, mm -mm. and they don't have a vision because they're not in the presence, right? Mm. And then they don't know that when the woman comes, she's built. She is that tool, in a sense, that will supercharge everything in your life. Mm. Yeah. She's your supercharger, and and until she gets into her 
um, place mm-hmm. as the helpmate, mm-hmm. she will she will forever use those tools against you. <laughs> She's got like a Batman utility belt. <laughs> And she's just throwing batarangs at you, like, <laughs> you're like you're sitting there, like, like, like on the phone trying to fix problems, and you're just getting hit with batarangs. Like, what? And she's like, idiot! Like, I'm made for something. You just like, you just want to have sex, and that's it. Like, is that all you want? And I'm like, well, kind of, you know. And and he and because most guys have no idea. That she's a supercharger. Mm-hmm. That she is one of the key. There's even a scripture that says if you, um, if you don't bless your wife, something to that effect. If you don't bless your wife or how you treat your wife, it will prevent the blessings of God on mm-hmm. your life. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. How you treat your wife is like you want to be like how God can trust you. Let's see how you treat your wife. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. So. Imagine that story, right? This kid's 24, 25, 30. And he's, and he's presenting this to this lady. And, and she believes and trusts him that he did get this from God. Mm-hmm. Whatever it may be. Yeah. Right? And, and she buys into the vision. Mm-hmm. That's a family that will stay together. Mm. Right? You go find successful marriages and you'll find... That the woman bought into the man's vision. Mm. That's all it is. That's the major key of success in a marriage is that if a woman can buy into the man's vision yeah. for their life and, and rather than staying disconnected, staying separated and them doing their own thing. Yeah. It, a lot of times it feels like people are running their own races, mm-hmm. trying to stay together, but go almost the trajectory is almost in opposite directions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and and until a woman can trust her husband that he's receiving vision from God, he will forever be in conflict with yeah. her. So that word helpmate, there's two definitions. One of them is a like a like a helper, a supercharger. The other one is actually a um, like a like like not a not a counterweight, but almost like a, a not an oppressor i forget the word but it's like uh it's like a like a like a fight against mm-hmm. it's almost like a force against her mm-hmm. but against the man because she is mm-hmm. huge force mm-hmm. but if you think about it i heard jordan peterson say it once and he was talking about it with uh, ben shapiro on an interview and ben shapiro was explaining this because ben is uh, a jew mm-hmm. he, he's like orthodox jew and he was explaining this to Jordan Peterson and Jordan Peterson. That's interesting because it's like trying to keep your hands steady like this, opposed to trying to keep your hands steady like this. You have more, um, control mm-hmm. over it. Mm-hmm. It's a counterbalance. And, um, it's also, that's what molds you better mm-hmm. as, as a person. It's almost like that iron sharpening iron. Mm-hmm. In a marriage, it really is. It's a lot of conflict mm-hmm. in marriage. And if you can learn how to put those pieces together, um, you become something better yeah. than you were before. Yeah. So um, Heck yeah. that's a big part, I think, is if a man can learn 
to bring the woman into the story. And women always want to do that. Yes. They want to be caught up in a story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Go read all those romantic novels. That's all it's about. <laughs> yeah. That's all it's about, you know? Um, like the lady, the, the queen in Braveheart, she's like sending him like things. And it's like counterproductive for her own life. Mm -hmm. You know, she's got like all this stuff and she's trying to overthrow the king. Mm -hmm. she, you know? And that's that's a big part about I it. I love that. The build, the growing together. Mm -hmm. That's, I love that. That's so true. That resonates with me. Like if, if, like when Jake and I first started dating and he laid out a plan, I'd be like, I'm down. Let's mm -hmm. do it. And then we wouldn't have spent so much time trying to figure it out. I feel like we just figured our lives out like mm -hmm. a year ago. <laughs> yeah. And it, and it's true. You know, it's kind of like jumping out of a plane and trying to build a parachute. Yeah. 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 Especially now because the gender roles have changed. Mm -hmm. It's not the woman is not looking towards the men for the vision anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, and and the man doesn't know why he's needed and why he's wanted. Mm -hmm. So most men feel like they're not coming through. And that's the cry for every mm -hmm. man's heart mm -hmm. is, do I have what it takes and can I come through for you? Mm -hmm. And you know who they take that question to first? Who? Their fathers. Mm -hmm. The father answers that question. Their earthly father answers that question. And most men, when they take that question to their father, they say, no, you don't. You're a weasel and a weak little peon. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's what's spoken into their spirit. Mm. Most boys. Yeah. Most boys. You want to see why boys are angry? Mm -hmm. Because they don't feel like they can do what they need to do. Mm -hmm. They don't feel like they have what it takes. They don't. They don't feel like they have what it takes. They don't feel like it. And and I'll tell you this. This is something a little different. But God designed every man specifically to fulfill a purpose, to fix a problem, to manage something on this earth. Mm. Every man has that gift. The Bible says that um, I knitted you in your mother's womb. Mm -hmm. He, in a sense, pulled out your code and he made you and he's like ah jacob can do this yeah this is what jacob's made to do yeah and and every guy's looking for that you want to go to go to any pastor and ask him the number one question that every man ask him and he's like how do i know what i'm supposed to do purpose they don't know what their purpose mm -hmm. is again lives of quiet desperation i'm i have a friend right now who just started a business and it's two months in to a physical location and and he thought that that business was going to give him purpose and he thought because he doesn't have a relationship with god at all then mm -hmm. and, and and he thought that he was going to feel fulfilled and he just now has less time and still doesn't feel fulfilled mm -hmm. and he's he was crying on the phone the other day and he was just like i don't know like I thought this was going to be it. I thought, like, I thought I was working towards this and I was building this and I thought this was going to fill that hole and it's not filling that hole. Mm -hmm. And now what? Like, did I just do all this for nothing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's true. It, it, it goes back to that same thing is they're not even at step one. Yeah. He's taking stuff and trying to put it in a God hole. Mm-hmm. There's no way. No. And most guys, they take stuff, they put it in the hole. 
they take their job, they put it in that hole. They take sex, and they put it in that hole. They take uh, drugs, alcohol, pornography. They take all those things, and they put it in their, their spirit, thinking it's going to fix them, and then they're hollow, you know, and they're empty. And they, and they go through life sad and depressed and, un, and uh, unaware of the gift that was placed in them. You know, you want to talk about the richest place in the world. It's not Silicon Valley, Silicon Valley. It's your local cemetery. Ooh. It's full of all these gifts that God placed in men that they were never fulfilled. Mm. That they were, they were never brought into fruition. Books that were supposed to be written movies that were supposed to be made uh inventions that were supposed to be created um lives that were supposed to be changed mm -hmm. uh, all these different types of things mm -hmm. right and it doesn't have to be you don't have to be elon musk yeah. to be in god's will yes you do not have to be elon like you think of um like, I think of the centurion that came to Jesus and he was like, can you pray for my, I think it was his daughter, and he, she's sick, and he's like, he's like, all right, let's go. And the centurion's like, no, 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 you just give your word and uh, and and it, will, and it will happen. He's like, I give orders to my men and they accomplish them. I don't have to go and supervise it. And he's like, wow. I have not seen faith like this. Yeah, that's faithy faith. <laughs> yeah. and, and Jesus was like impressed by this. Yeah. Guy, right? Yeah. And um, you, you never know exactly what was supposed to be your calling in life. It could be something as simple as you're going to be a janitor. Yeah. But you have, you make this impact on your family and your friends. And yes. you do something on the side. I think with society, people want to be bajillionaires they want to be famous they want to be the kardashians or elon musk <clears throat> and having that like to look up to and think oh well i'm not anything unless i'm here i'm not anything unless i'm that and and what you were saying i love my dad would always say his ministry is his family his ministry is his family mm -hmm. and he he breathes encouragement into our lives and you know he's always there for us and and i want to cry he's like the best dad ever mm -hmm. you know and we know we can do anything because of him mm -hmm. you you can rest in his security yeah. and blanket no matter what happens even with you and jake daddy's always going to be there a hundred percent that's strong and most people most children don't have that no they don't have that. Mm -hmm. They don't have the rest. No. Yeah. I wasn't brought up with that rest. I wasn't brought up with that rest either. But you give that rest to your wife and your kids. Yeah. I watch you with them. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. You like cherish them mm -hmm. and <laughs> are so proud of like the little things, you mm -hmm. know, like little Adelina will do something and you're just like, amazing you know and you didn't have that but you're giving that to your family and, and, I, and i wouldn't say that i didn't have like my kids my my dad cherished me yes for sure yeah. he loves me the rest you though. know he it, it's funny it's very feminine mm. so it's very feminine because he got that's what he understood mm -hmm. as love yeah. was the feminine love 
and the masculine love is like I'm I'm both. You know yeah, what I mean? Like definitely. I'm both. Like, but the masculine love is very different. It's that that peace that you have that you can rely on, no matter what happens in your life. Mm-hmm. You can pick up that phone and say, "Daddy, I need you here in ten minutes," and he'll drop everything. Right? <laughs> yes. He'll he'll leave the oil fields. Right? He's like the oil. <laughs> he field. would. He He's would. like, I'm on my way, babe. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And and that's what I want to give to my kids and my wife, where. You know, like one of the best things I learned that my wife loves to hear is, don't worry, I got it. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. You don't have to stress about it. <laughs> How I, did I, you realize that that's what she likes to hear? Um, because she can rest in it. Mm-hmm. She can rest in it. And when you understand that the woman wants to rest. Yeah. You know, and it, all right, you're going to go back to Caesar <laughs> Milan. Right? Okay. Because the dog doesn't need to be in charge. Yeah. Yes. You know, and, yeah. and, 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 and the kids don't need to be in charge. Yes. And the wife doesn't need to be in charge because she can rest when she's out. If she's outside of position, yeah. now she has all the pressure and the stress yeah. of the world yeah. of, I got to make all this work. All of it work. Right? Yeah. yeah. And it's not that she doesn't have responsibilities. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like, and it's not that she doesn't have stresses and worries and stuff like that. It's not that. It's that she knows she's got a backup plan. Yeah, exactly. No matter yeah. what happens, yeah, it'll be it'll be taken care of. You know, <laughs> I just do my thing. Yeah, and it's good. Yeah, and guys naturally don't have that. Mm-hmm. And it's okay for us. Yeah, we're okay in that position. The place that we go to. <laughs> And we can be weak and vulnerable is not to our wives. Mm-hmm. It's not to our friends. It's not to mm-hmm. somebody working for us, yeah, right? Like yeah, your guy yeah. crying on the phone. Yeah. It's not that. He, we go to the Heavenly Father. Yeah. And we get vulnerable with Him. Mm-hmm. And we just tell Him like, hey, I don't know what's happening. I don't know how to fix it. Mm-hmm. I, that's when we go and we can be vulnerable. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and that's what God wants from us mm-hmm. is he wants us to rely on him. It's like Jesus, when he says his, uh, the Lord's prayer, he says, give us this day, our daily bread. Mm-hmm. So daily bread is like what I need to sustain myself on daily. Yeah. So he's like, I'm not asking for a month worth of bread. Yeah. I'm not asking a week. I'm not even asking for tomorrow's bread. Yeah. I just need today's bread. Yeah. So I'm going to come back to you daily and say, you know what, Lord, give me what I need for today. Yeah. Tomorrow will take care of itself because I trust you to take care of it. Mm-hmm. You're my backup. Mm-hmm. You're you're who's got my back. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. And that's the that's who's the hierarchy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the hierarchy because a we need to be at the top so that we can receive the vision. Mm-hmm. And then we can disseminate it, right? God didn't give Eve the vision for the work. Yeah. He gave it to Adam. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that God doesn't talk to women. Like yeah, that's, no. I'm not saying yes. that. I'm not saying, <clears throat> like, you have stories of Esther and you have all these different people that did amazing things in, yeah. in Scripture. I'm just talking about in the context of the order and the system that God created, which is called a family. Yeah. You know, that... We're supposed to get that 
and then disseminate it. Yeah. Right. I love that you said we're superchargers because we are. Like there's always women trying to fix their man. Mm-hmm. They're always trying to whatever. It's in there for you it, guys. That's what we do. Like mm-hmm. I really feel like I've helped make Jacob better. He was a great man, mm-hmm. but and he always says that I'm the best thing that's ever happened to him. Aww. And I agree. <laughs> so Jake just, said that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because mm-hmm. it's true. I don't think I've ever seen Jake say one compliment to anybody. No, <laughs> he's very quiet and he very much thinks about the what he says before he says it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and in our relationship, <clears throat> I was noticing a lot of times when there is strife, mm-hmm. it's when I don't feel safe. Not necessarily like someone's going to hurt me. No, no, no. You're worried about something. When I'm worried about something and I don't feel like he's got my back. Mm -hmm. And it's not that he's saying he doesn't have my back or whatever, but I, I, and like we've realized this in our relationship Mm -hmm. and I'll, I'll tell him like, I don't, your reaction to this isn't making me feel safe. Mm -hmm. I need to hear it. I need to hear you say, okay, even if he doesn't have a plan yet. Okay. I hear you. I understand. I'm going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. We can figure it out together or whatever it is. But a lot of times it's when I don't feel safe mm-hmm. and, and I'll say that. And, and we've had this conversation and, and once that, once I say that he gets it cause he's a fixer. Mm-hmm. He likes to fix things. Yeah, Everything. Well, yeah, well, yeah. Dudes are fixers. And so if, and once he hears that phrase, he's like, I understand what's happening now. It's not that I'm mad or that I'm whatever. Is I don't feel safe. Mm-hmm. You're worried. I'm worried about something, mm-hmm. and and I need you to help me feel better about it because it's us. And, and you don't necessarily have to fix it immediately <laughs> no. right there. Exactly. You just have to tell her that yeah, you know what, I'm on the case. Exactly. And Chase what, is on the case. What, right? <laughs> what did you say that Suffer likes to hear? He's like, I got I it. I got it. I got it. That's it. That's what I, I want to hear. I got, I got it. it. Yeah. yeah. And 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 then there's the the action behind that. Because I've heard I've got it before, and then it doesn't get done. Things mm-hmm. don't happen. So I have to trust that you, he will do it. And mm-hmm. over the years, he's got it. Mm-hmm. And I trust. I know when he says yeah. I've got it, he's got it. And over time, as the the things happen, guys will come through for their wives, and then they will trust more, and they will relax more. And, yes. And that's why the most beautiful state of a woman is vulnerability. Mm-hmm. It's not strength. Yeah. It's vulnerability. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you see a beautiful woman, you don't see her like <laughs> Right? Yeah. You don't see that. I'm gonna bench more than you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you see a guy carrying a big old rock and that's like attractive or like a I am so chopping down. down a tree <laughs> or you know what I'm saying? Yes. Because it's like he's doing something. Like my wife just gets happy when I do stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's like <laughs> You know, what's that meme where the guy's like, like poking something and he's like, come on, do something. Like, that's my <laughs> wife all the time. She's just like, you know, or like the Incredibles is like, engage, you know, yeah. and he picks up the table yeah. and the kids are like running around, right? Yes. So the other thing that women are is you guys are incubators. Mm-hmm. So literally uh, everything that we give the woman, she multiplies. Yes. She multiplies it back to us. We give the woman a seed and she'll give us a baby. Yes. We give her a house. She'll give us a home. Yes. Right. 
you give her a, a little bit of problems, she'll give you hell. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. So everything that the... We supercharge you know, it. Yeah, we give you like five words and you'll give us like a book, mm-hmm. right? Yes, accurate. <laughs> so um, you have to be careful what you sow into your wife. Mm-hmm. You have to be careful what you sow into your wife. If you sow um, stress into your wife, if you put all this weight on your wife, she will double that back yeah. to you yeah. and then you will like oh what's going on yeah. my wife's freaking out over everything yeah. well you got to stop telling her everything yeah. you got to just deal yeah. with it yeah. you got to carry that weight and it's okay guys you can carry that weight you're made to carry more weight than she is literally figuratively everything in my heart i want to say that that's not right but it is right because mm-hmm. i want jake to tell me everything but once I know too much, mm-hmm. I stress. Yeah. And and then that's yeah. not good. But let me ask you this. Do you, tr- so this goes back to trust. Mm-hmm. Do you trust him to do the best decision for the family? A hundred percent. And if you don't trust your husband, then that's the first thing that you guys need to figure out. Mm-hmm. If you can trust that he's got your best interest mm-hmm. and the family's best interest in mind, mm-hmm. And that he's going to deal with it, mm-hmm. however it is. It may not be your way of dealing with it. may not be your way. <laughs> may not be your way to fold the clothes yes. and to put the dishes away. <laughs> yes. Like my wife, I'll be doing the dishes and she'll be like, why'd you do that? <laughs> and I'm like, what? Get out of here. I'm never doing dishes again. You know? Just washing a ball. I'm like... <laughs> It's like somebody reading the newspaper and somebody looking at the Get off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Never doing dishes again. But that's the thing is that you have to trust him. Yes. Like, I trust my wife to take care of the kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, if I go to the store and my, my wife's here with the kids, I'm trusting that yeah. they're, they're not going to die. Oh, yeah. They're taken care of, yeah. well-fed, loved. They're yeah. fine. Yeah. And sometimes she messes up. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's the other thing is that we both have to understand yes. that neither person is going to be perfect. Yeah. So sometimes like, like, like I'll give you an example. I do not like the way that my wife feeds my kids garbage for breakfast every day. I hate it. Like cereal or something? Yeah. She yeah. gives them cereal or pancakes. Like this is 90% of their breakfast. Yeah. And, and I'm like, you know, she's going to be mad. I'm doing <laughs> Editor, <laughs> but um, but I trust that she can make the, the decision. You know what I mean. And if she wants to make that decision, she's gonna have to deal with the ramifications of it. If I make my uh, petition known, hey, you know what? I don't like that you give the girls these this type of food. I think it'd be better if you did this. Mm-hmm. You know, and she she can make her own decision after that. Mm-hmm. But that's her domain, mm-hmm. right? Unless I want to go in there and make my own breakfast and do it, which I can, mm-hmm. you know, take some of that responsibility. Say, okay, baby, you're not making any more breakfast. I think I just came up with the idea. I was about to solution. suggest that. <laughs> I think I just came up with a solution, right? So if you want them, vice versa, mm-hmm. to, to handle something, you cannot complain about the way that they handle it. You have to give them the position. Yes. Unless you're willing to take the responsibility back and do it yourself. Yes. Right? My so, mom would do that. She would make us help, which is good. 
but she hated every way we did things. Mm-hmm. And so we were just like, ah, and then she just took it back because we were trying. I know some men will do things wrong on purpose. Mm-hmm. That's so annoying. Mm-hmm. So that the women won't want the help. It's like, fine, I'll just do it myself. So don't do that, guys. But really, like, do your part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then also you got to, like, don't micromanage people when they're working. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. You have, to, you have to give them the ability to make the decision on the way that they feel is the best mm-hmm. way to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I may fold the clothes a different way. And, and there's simple solutions to that. So, like, uh, Sephra is one of those people that, like, you know, I'm going to make that sound. Like, <laughs> on the on the toothpaste, right? And she's, like, squeezes. Oh, every little bit out. Yeah, and she has, like, a little thing <laughs> that she slides on the toothpaste. Yes. Right? And then folds it on the edge of oh, the counter, right? Uh-huh. To just, like, I, toothpaste is cheap. Yeah. Like, Jesus, like, you could use, like, how much toothpaste do you use in a year? Maybe two tubes? Yeah. Right? And, and like, she's like, <laughs> you know, and, and 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 me, I just squeeze it like this. And I'm just like. Yep. And, and, and it drives her crazy. Yeah, so we we separated toothpaste. Oh, so she has yes. her, she has her own toothpaste, yes. and I have my own toothpaste. She has her own sink. Problem solved. And she ignores your ugly tube. No, my tube I put under in a little drawer, <laughs> so she didn't have to see it. That's perfect. Yeah, she didn't have to yeah. see it. You know, we're the same way. Jake, he's not as like meticulous about it, but he and I'm just like. Mm-hmm. And we did the same thing with the blanket while we're sleeping. He, I get hot, and so I'm constantly like taking it off and on, and and then I'll hog it. So he has the comforter, and I sleep with a sheet. <gasps> yeah. Okay. Yeah. And See? so that's, and then when it gets cold, I'll just get another blanket. Mm-hmm. And so, because we we'd fight over the blankets. Yeah. So get another one. <laughs> yeah. What's that Seinfeld episode? Is how did sex get so intertwined <laughs> with sleeping? Sex and sleeping are two different two things. Two different things. So um, that's what I would say is just, you know, um, trust each other to make mm-hmm. the best decision. Mm-hmm. Give them the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. that they're not trying to sabotage your life. Yeah. Like you literally married this person. Yeah. You know, you you said, I'm going to live with this person for the rest of my life. So you have to give them a little bit of benefit of the doubt that they're not trying to sabotage your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're trying their best to do certain things. They may be lazy or they may just half-ass something and that's okay. But if you could say it to the other person in a level of respect, mm-hmm. right? There's a good book. It's called Love and Respect. Um, and, and, it, and, it, and, it, and it gets into that. But we'll get into that on the next episode mm-hmm. of men <laughs> understanding masculinity and marriage and all these fun things, right? Yeah. There, there's a conspiracy of men. We didn't even talk about conspiracies today. I know. Well, masculinity, I mean, they're calling it toxic masculinity. They're yeah. making it seem like it's this horrible thing. Society's turning it into something that it's not. Mm. And then men are getting out of their masculine, and that's dangerous for families. It's dangerous for society. Mm. It, I mean, it is. It is. It's an important thing to talk about. We should talk about pornography next. Yes. Uh, we should talk about... Um, uh, how the they're destroying masculine men and boys and stuff like that. Like how how they mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. Um, all of that stuff. We can get into that. Yeah, for a strong society, you need strong men, and and it seems like everything that's happening is actively 
destroying society. And mm-hmm. if you can destroy a strong masculine men, mm-hmm. strong men in our society, the foundation of families, all of that, they're going after all of it. Mm-hmm. And it really does. I mean, the hierarchy of everything, like it, the man is like the anchor, the strong place, the rock that you build that on, you know? Yeah, you have to be able to build it. And the men have to be strong enough to uh, provide for them. And most men are not fit to be husbands. Mm. It's like there's a scripture that says, uh, if you find a wife, you find a good thing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say if you find a woman. Yeah. It says if you find a wife. Yeah. So a wife is very different. Mm-hmm. You know, like we could get into Proverbs 31. And we can get into like what a woman actually looks like scripturally Mm -hmm. and um, and how they're supposed to be. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's not that they're, you know, like Proverbs 31, like it talks about like she buys a piece of land and then sells it. Right. Mm -hmm. It's not that she's just not doing anything. No, No, it's not that. It's not that it's 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 that she has a place of rest and uh, and and security and an environment it's like the guy makes the the hedge around and builds it and then he and then he delegates it to the woman mm-hmm. and she's like okay i'm gonna draw I got this, this stuff i'm gonna supercharge it she's like oh, yeah i'm gonna put like eight million knickknacks on the wall <laughs> she's, like, she's like this Doily. this 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 throw rug and then the, this 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 eight million pillows on your bed and yes like, like and, and then you know that you always have to just throw off when you go to the bed like I don't know what all those pillows are for, oh, but they just look beautiful. See, that's what it is. Like, it just it makes us happy. And there's nothing wrong with beauty. Like yeah. I look outside and I like, like I look around my house. I like beauty. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just doesn't come out of me. Yeah. You know what I mean, I want structure. I want to build a wall. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I want to build a house. I want to, you know, like something tangible, yeah. not something like, mm, like I don't know how to express that actually. <laughs> Ooh, I think that was good. <laughs> That's the sound women make when they just like you know what's funny is my when I know my wife is like happy and she'll start humming. Aww. She'll hum around the house and she's like <laughs> and she'll be like cleaning up stuff, right? And she's just like humming and I'm like, Oh, she's happy right now. <laughs> I'm definitely getting something right. <laughs> <laughs> score score for me so that's that's it guys for today if you have any questions comments concerns yes. you know anything you wanted to add to the no, close that's okay. good yeah we're gonna make some t-shirts some funny t-shirts yes. with these things that um, we need fun. to make a woman supercharger yeah. i like that we supercharge things it's true 100 100 100 you know so all right guys god bless you we'll see you on the next one bye stay safe <laughs>